Episode 33 The Sons of Ham Genesis 10 verses 6 to 20 The line of Ham has been the subject of an immense amount of abuse and people have tried to justify slavery based on Noah's curse of this line. The African people descend from Ham and past scholars used this logic to account for why it was acceptable to own slaves from there. But the curse was on one of servanthood, not abusive slavery. Overall, Ham is the great ignored figure of Noah's blessing, and the people groups who make up the sons of Ham remain relatively outside of the main scope of the world's attention. Despite being the talent behind many amazing inventions and achievements, Precious souls from all nations, tribes, peoples and tongues will stand before the throne of God and worship. Let us remember that before we arrogantly look down on our fellow man. Ham, if you remember, did a reprehensible and offensive thing to Noah. But God had already blessed Ham, and so instead of cursing his youngest son, he turned and cursed his youngest son's youngest son. The curse symbolically covers the entire line of Ham in the Bible, but it is especially directed at the line of Canaan. Verse 6. The sons of Ham were Cush, Mizraim, Put, and Canaan. The first of Ham's sons who is listed is Cush. His name means black, and today Cush is known as Ethiopia. The people of Cush were spread out as far as Arabia too. Moses' wife was called a Cushite, or an Ethiopian, even though she was from Midian, and so the two people were mixed by that time. The second son listed is Mizraim, which means double straits, and they became the people of Egypt, both in Upper and Lower Egypt. After him, Put is listed. His name means a bow. The Libyans come from Put, along with other North African groups, such as those in Cyrene, Tunisia, the Berbers, Somalians, Sudanese, etc. For the most part, they've been a troublesome group of people to the world in many ways, and the name, a bow, is most fitting for their warlike attitude. Verse 7. The sons of Cush were Seba, Havilah, Sabta, Ra'amah, and Sabteka. The sons of Ra'amah were Sheba and Didan. These sons and grandsons spread all around the borders of Israel. They go from North Africa, around Arabia, and as far as the area of Iran today. Verse 8. Cush also had a descendant named Nimrod. Nimrod became a very powerful man on earth. He was a great hunter before the Lord. This is an enigmatic figure mentioned only a couple of times in the Bible, and his name means, we shall rebel, and comes from the word marat, which specifically means to rebel. The Bible says Nimrod began to be mighty on the earth. He was a mighty hunter before the Lord. He is the first active figure mentioned out of all of Noah's grandsons. Just like Cain before the flood, he has established a line separate from God and has gone into rebellion against him. Verse 10. At first, Nimrod's kingdom covered Babylon, Erech, Akkad, and Kalni, in the land of Babylonia. From there, he went to Assyria. There, he built the cities of Nineveh, 
Rehoboth, Ir, and Kala. He also built Rezen, the great city between Nineveh and Kala. Mizraim was the father of the Ludites, Anomites, Lehabites, Naphtuhites, Paruthasites, Kasluhites, and the people of Crete. The Philistines came from the Kalsuhites. Nimrod was also a mighty builder and a mighty leader. Like Cain, who established the first recorded city and culture, it is Nimrod who follows this same path after the flood. The line of Cain, though, wiped out in the flood, is symbolically alive and kicking in Nimrod. The word which is used for hunter signifies prey. It is used when talking about hunting men by persecution, oppression and tyranny. And it is likely then that he acquired power and used it in a tyrannical oppression to establish the first kingdom after the flood. His rebellion against God established the land of wickedness which will come into play throughout the rest of the Bible. Verse 15. Canaan was the father of Sidon, his first son and of Heth. Canaan was also the father of the Jebusites, Amorites, Girgashites, Hivites, Archites, Sinites. Canaan means merchant or servant. Remember, it is Canaan who received the curse of servitude from Noah, and these are the accursed descendants of him. Two episodes ago, Simon of Cyrene was brought to our attention as one who carried Jesus' cross. Here is the account. Then they compelled a certain man, Simon, a Cyrenian, the father of Alexander and Rufus, as he was coming out of the country and passing by, to bear his cross. And they brought him to the place of Golgotha, which is translated place of a skull. Mark 15 verses 21 and 22. And it's very likely that this son of Canaan not only served Jesus, but became a servant of Jesus. In Paul's closing comments to the Romans, he writes this, Greet Rufus, chosen in the Lord, and his mother and mine. It is believed that the Rufus mentioned here is the same Rufus who was the son of Simon who carried the cross. Simon then, was the ultimate fulfilment of Noah's word of curse. A servant of servants ye shall be. Jesus, the suffering servant, was served by this son of Canaan who carried his cross for him even to Golgotha, where all curses find their termination. Remember what happened between Peter and Jesus on the night he was betrayed? Simon Peter said to him, Lord, where are you going? Jesus answered him, Where I am going, you cannot follow me now, but you shall follow me afterward. Peter said to him, Lord, why can I not follow you now? I will lay down my life for your sake. Jesus answered him, Will you lay down your life for my sake? Most assuredly, I say to you, the rooster shall not crow till you have denied me three times. John 13, verses 36 to 38. Simon of Cyrene, the son of Canaan, replaced Simon Peter, the son of Shem, who promised Jesus he would even go to death with him. If we pay attention to the tribes of the people as we read the Bible, 
We will find riches and treasure there about the three sons of Noah. Verse 18 and 19. Arvadites, Zemarites, and Hamathites, the families of the Canaanites scattered. The land of the Canaanites reached from Sidon to Gerar as far as Gaza, and it reached to Sodom, Gomorrah, Admar, and Zeboim as far as Lasha. These locations are given to indicate that the Canaanites settled in the land that would eventually be given to Abraham, and then to his son Isaac, and then to his son Israel. Our final verse, verse 20. All these people were the sons of Ham. All these people had their own languages, their own lands, and their own nations. Many of these people groups were destroyed in conquests and battles, but many of them survive partially intact or after having interbred with other people groups. The accomplishments of these people have been immense, and today Ham's children fill the earth. Two of the great ancient empires of the world, the Egyptians and the Sumerians, were from Ham. The seagoing Phoenicians descended from Ham. The African tribes and the Chinese and Japanese people all descend from Ham, as do the American Indian tribes, which moved from the direction of Asia. Let us remember that Jesus came to die for the whole world. God so loved the whole world, every tribe, from Shem, Ham, and Japheth. He gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Hallelujah and Amen.